Welcome to our brand new show It's not that complicated so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of an actor's movies Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank, blank spank Blank spank Jamie, this is the podcast where I am drawing a line in the sand and I'm setting a commitment uh, for you uh, as my Blank Spank co-host. It's a big commitment, but I know you can do it, all right? I really wanted to go to the 2020 Tokyo Games, all right? The Olympic Games in Tokyo. I really wanted to go there. And I know what you're thinking. What are we going to be competing in now? And the answer, obviously, was the show horse one. The, the, the show jumping one <laughs> I, I would say I would say step one of making it into the Olympics is knowing the name of the, the um, dressage I wanted dressage. to be in dressage so long as they supplied me with the dress uh, and the horse I'm not sure okay. how you get the dress into the horse but I guess that's the sport very cool uh, you know my dreams were dashed tragically and I've had to go back to amateur status and that's fine I say Wait, what do you mean back to amateur status the whole point of the Olympics is it's that it's amateurs no so here's the uh, so interesting question Jamie no question interesting incorrect statement uh, I, I recognize that for... mostly that that is no longer the case but yeah yes yeah, yeah yeah so it used to be the case that you did have to maintain amateur status in order to come into the Olympics until like fairly like I think to the 80s or 70s um you can now get paid for stuff, so like sponsorship is now allowed for athletes. However, the games itself doesn't pay you. You are correct. There is no prize money for winning at the Olympics. Yes, although I do, I do believe that it's weird. There are some where like they've just done away with it completely. Like you got Novak Djokovic competing in the tennis, which seems against the uh, against the spirit. But then there's one sport, which is boxing, where they still seem absolutely religiously committed to know if you get fucking paid once to get punched in the face, you will not be coming on our stage. And it's a whole thing. You have you have like Nicola Adams or Amir Khan who go and they, they, they remain amateur and then and then they do well at the Olympics and then they go professional. And I don't know why that is the one sport where they're like, no, 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 no. We, 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 want, we want people who aren't good at fighting to do amateur sport here's here's the only thing i can assume and is it and, and why boxing might be different and that's one i assume everyone in professional boxing is kind of just roided up right like it's not even like it's a proper sport but in like there are exhibition matches and like like for the most part like if you take like the big fights jamie i'm talking like your logan paul versus your floyd mayweather <laughs> kind of thing of course yeah no, the, um, the big the big money know, fights what rules are there other than just the rules of boxing? You know, it's just two rich people saying we're going to fight each other and make a shitload of this. They spend a year hyping it up and making a shit ton. Pete Boxers make an insane amount of money. Like, oh, stupid money. Insane amount of money. Stupid money. Like, people complain about footballers, but I want to say footballers go out every week and they play a game and you get to enjoy that. Boxers occasionally show up, slag off their opponent for a year, and then take back like a hundred million dollars. It's insane. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, did you have? Did you have anything more to say about dressage? Yeah, no, no, no. I had my point, Jamie, which is I okay. say in twenty twenty four, okay, we need to be recording in Paris. All right, four weeks okay. recording in Paris every week. Blanks bank from Paris. All right, that's absolutely so- fine. I, I, I'm a hundred percent down doing it. Definitely going. Uh, 
will not be going to LA in 2028. I think that is an absolutely horrible city to host the Olympics in. I don't understand how anyone is going to travel around that city. It has no public transport and the traffic is terrible. Uh, so so I will absolutely happily commit to Paris 2024. But if you try and drag my scrawny little ass all up and down Main Street on LA in 2028, I will be kicking off. But Jamie, all I'm saying is if you can't come to LA in 2028, then can you come across for the World Cup? I mean, if you can't do that, then I feel you can't even do the World Cup. I mean, that's really sad. But, you know, just that's um, the way it I is. Mean, that's the law. I also believe that the travel situation uh, for the hosting the World Cup across Canada, America and Mexico is also extremely stupid for, for very different reasons than hosting the Olympics in L.A. Jamie, I support your um, like your efficacy of uh, your, your, your mantra that a sporting event should only be held in small countries like, oh, I don't know, England. Like Rio, Rio was too big. You had to go. You had to go into the Amazon jungle for one of the games. That was fucked up. That was really, Look, really all, fucked up. All I'm saying, all I'm saying, is that when London 2012 was hosted, tube was great. Got around the city, zipped from zip from uh, from from you know the cycling all the way down to the beach volleyball, out to the rowing. In LA, you'll be able to see one event, and then you might make it home before 3 a.m. Uh. I hate to say you know, it. You've run out of steam, haven't you? You're done. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I don't want to slag off Tokyo. It's a very tough time. I uh, didn't want to slag off Rio either. But every year following the London Olympic Games has made me more convinced that our opening ceremony, the high point, can't be touched, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And, and I'm sorry to all non-British listeners, but I do want to make it very clear that this is an opinion held by every single human being that lives in the British Isles. Oh, no, we have... We have won. We, we have... There's no point in trying. The competition for the best opening ceremony is signed, sealed, and delivered, uh, and it sits in London in the year 2012. But, Jamie, that is why my pitch for 2020... Hear me out, right? We all okay. know that 2024 is going to suck, all right? You're going to have <laughs> some baguettes, some smelly cheese on stage. It's not going to be great. <laughs> 2028. No, 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 Al, they're really going to lean into their culture and they're going to behead people live on stage. <laughs> they bring out the IEC and it turns out it's all just been waiting for this, guys. The IEC, they've been scum for years, but the French have been waiting to trap them back inside their borders where the law still states that if it cuts, it cuts and you just put your head in there and slam them down. Um, uh, yeah, but again, as always, my pitch for 2028, has got to be Manuel Miranda writes a new musical for the opening ceremony, <laughs> but instead of Kenneth Branagh, it's Tom Hanks. It's how it's got to be. Tom Hanks Beautiful. has to be leading the opening Absolutely ceremony. Absolutely love it. Now, we do have to... If Tom Hanks is their Kenneth Branagh, who is their Mr. Bean? Who are they trotting out as their Mr. Bean? Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I think that is absolutely correct. Fantastic idea. Lock it in for 2028. And let's move on and say hello and welcome to Blanks Bank Season 2, The Hathaway Stashaway. I'm Jamie Loxon and with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al! Fun fact, if you uh, drink iced coffee out of a martini glass, it makes you feel very classy at 8 in the morning. Alright? You feel like a big boy. You feel like a man. I mean, it makes you feel classy at 8 in the morning, even though we were supposed to record at 7.30.
Uh, I'm calling you out, Alexander. This must end. Wow. Uh, every wow. time, every time we come to record, I receive a message two minutes after we start to record while I've been sat in this chair on the Zoom for 15 minutes already, which I admit is my fault. But, you know, it's four in the afternoon for me. What am I going to do for the 15 minutes beforehand? Wow. Anyway, every single time, receive a message. Oh, I'm just making some coffee. Okay, oh, sorry, just okay. Some I, okay, dear listeners, I want to throw, <laughs> if Jenny wants to throw hands, we can throw hands. One, let's look at the evidence. He says it's already eight. It's not even eight. It's 7.54. It's been you eight. You used the word eight. eight. Been, you used the word eight. eight. I was I, quoting right, you. I lied. We've been recording for eight minutes, which means like I was maybe 10 minutes late. I, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the meeting started at 7.40, all right? So first of all that. Two, why would we be recording at 7.30, you might ask yourself. They don't normally record at that time. That's I mean, because they, I was helping someone out, sir. I was being a good friend. I apologise. I, I may or may not have a birthday dog. party to go I have to. to make myself a nice coffee and get the small dog a bone, which is why you can hear like the sound of teeth against like cartilage uh, as this dog just destroys his bone. Uh, important times. And of course, my final piece of evidence. Has Jamie ever recorded a podcast in the last year and a half before eight in the morning, my friend? Objection, dear sir! Objection! I offered to record this podcast at eight o'clock in the morning and you refused. I will not take this slander. Because as it turns out, me recording it at midnight is the only thing that is worse than me recording it at half seven in the morning. Alexander, what we might finally be learning two years later is something I've been telling you for years, which was it was a terrible idea for you to move to Canada. At least move to the East Coast, you prick. (laughs) Jamie's just seen come from away and he's like, time difference wise, that place is much nicer and much closer. You've got to go to Canada. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Welcome to the uh, Alexander. Oh, my microphone has just suddenly become very loud. Um, I don't know why that's happened. I'll try to speak quieter. I don't know if I have that in my register. Um, why has that happened? Why? Okay. I'm sorry, dear listeners. This has suddenly become very loud. Um, I might I might make a note to, to edit this and make myself quieter. So nine minutes. Get, get quieter. Just writing that down. Um, so Alexander, I have a, I have a fun story for you uh, because uh, if you can see from the title, we're reviewing a music video this week, which means we don't have much content. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Jamie, I have a lot of content. I'm going to let you talk about this story, but then we're going into the music video. I am excited for this. We are going to do a deep dive, guys. It's going to be great. Story, go. Uh, story me up, big boy. I, I actually, we're going to take a break first because I want to figure out what's going on with my microphone. So <laughs> we're going to take a break. There's going to be a boom, 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 and we'll be right back. Blank spank. And we're back. Uh, I, I don't know what the issue was, but it appears to not be happening anymore. And now I, I, I really should have I should have been a better host. I should have like set up for the break, like like a teaser on Love Island. Like after the break, Jamie has a story. Um, Jamie which was... has a story. Jamie's sitting in the corner. He looks across at Charlene. Charlene, how you doing, love? Great. I've got a story. Someone here is lying to you. Boom, boom, break. <laughs> That's right. not a story. <laughs> No, but he's setting up for a... It's a statement. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a story, love. 
someone's lying to you. I'll tell you where the love, the story part of it is after this outbreak. The story um, was Jeremy took a shit in the bath and told you he didn't. What a crazy story! And it was a. And to be fair, it was really weird that he just outright just told you he didn't take a shit in the bath. No one was accusing him of it. Charlene, you walked in and said, "Who took a shit in the bath? Was it you, Jeremy?" Jeremy said, nah, I didn't take a shit in the bath. Why would I take a shit in the bath? But he did. What a story. Uh, and that is more entertaining than this Love Island season actually has been. Anyway, um, Hugo should go in the bin. Uh, right. Story. Hype this up. Not very interesting. Did you take um, a shit in the bath? I did not take a shit in the bath. Um, but I was, uh, I was going around to my parents' uh, yesterday to watch the uh, olympics opening ceremony not to date this too much um but uh, i told my mum i'd pick up some focaccia we know this i'm oh. a big focaccia boy love it i also heard that our uh, favorite um uh, establishment brockwell blend right around the corner from where you live uh, has actually shut down but the people who owned it live around uh, have moved to a new business just around the corner so i was like call them up sick turns out they were closed so i had to find a new focaccia had to had to get a new hookup i googled focaccia in clapham as you all do. And I found a place, gave him a ring. Uh, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm looking to order some focaccia. And he's like, oh, well, we, we do these little small ones. And I was looking on their website. And I thought, oh, those look a bit small. Do you do like a whole loaf? And he goes, uh, oh, it's a bit of a whopper, mate. Uh, he was Australian. I, I didn't just give him a new accent for this story. Um, and I go, well, how much is it? And he goes, well, it's 14 pounds. Or he went, it's 14 pounds. Or however, I can only do the first sentence in his accent. I can't do any other parts. Um, he was 14 pounds. And I was like, well, how, how much focaccia could, could 14 pounds realistically be? I mean, uh, uh, where we would frequent to get our focaccia, I think a, a relatively normal sized loaf, probably about oh uh, a foot long by by probably even less than that maybe maybe eight or nine inches long not that i would know how long that is by about five inches was 12 pounds so you know how how large could that this was 12 be? pounds that was 12 pounds 12 pounds i'm fairly sure it might have been 10 it was around there maybe maybe anyway <laughs> anyway I, I think in my mind, you know, that's around the ballpark of what I was expecting to pay for, for, for a standard loaf of catcher. How big could this be? Uh, and so I rock up uh, and me and Ellen were, were planning on walking to my parents. Um, so I tell her, could you bring a tote bag to stick the, the bread in? Uh, and, and a man brings out, I shit you not, Alexander, about 75 centimeters long, like three quarters of a meter by about 40 centimeters. This thing is fucking humongous. It is the entire size of my chest in like a massive cardboard tray. And he was like, Are you get to carry this. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to. So I walk four fucking miles from my house to my parents' house with this absolutely absurdly large uh loaf of focaccia um and so what we famously have talked about on the podcast before uh, the objectively too much chicken deal uh, mm -hmm. and i think i have discovered the objectively too much bread deal uh, and mm -hmm. so i have so much focaccia still in my house to the extent that i was going to put some focaccia in the freezer uh, and my flatmate went why are you putting that in the freezer and i just open a cupboard and there's three more loaves the same size <laughs> just fucking that's why there's one of them going in the freezer anyway that was my story alexander uh, uh it, it was fine I, what I have, have you got i have to throw yeah. out uh, two things uh, three things actually following this up one uh and this is probably the most relevant one uh voodoo rays which is a pizza place uh yes. in Peck 
second. Uh, notoriously, what I would do whenever I had to go babysit for my uh, cousin is I would go to Voodoo Ray's, get their, like, giant, like, oh, Christ, what even was it? Like, 22-inch pizza. The, the obscene large one in a box. And then I would carry this back from Voodoo Ray's to your, like, to basically right by your parents' house. But yeah. I would always feel like the biggest arsehole because this box is like huge. This was genuinely a box so big that you had to like you couldn't hold both sides. You had to hold one side and put a hand in the middle because otherwise it would just start to collapse in on itself. <laughs> and I couldn't take a cab because I didn't want to be an arsehole in a cab sitting there with this giant pizza. So that's one thing. Two, uh, you might not have heard, Canadian borders are slowly reopening eventually. So as of August 9th, uh, we will be fi- I will finally be able to see a uh, friend of the podcast, Bennett Bonsi. Oh, that's fine. Coming up, hopefully, fingers crossed, around August 15th, uh, where we will order the uh, objectively too much chicken uh, in your memory. Uh, uh, it won't be the same. I, I can't, I can't, it won't be, be so bowel, yes, exactly. Yes. It, it won't destroy your insides like it really should. <laughs> I want to throw out, notoriously, that uh, the place where we had the too much chicken for a, a wee while, Norley's, <laughs> yep. got so many people sick. Like so many people oh, yeah, like yeah, had absolutely. the chicken there were like very ill and I would still power through. It was so oh, bad. absolutely. Every single fucking time. Uh it's 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 depressing that the only place the only place that does fried chicken near me uh is like a slightly upscale one. No. And every time I get it, and I do get it, because it's right next to McDonald's and sometimes I'm heading to McDonald's and I'm like, Well, I may as well and go for the, the slightly nicer. And every time I feel okay about myself afterwards, and it's just not right. I shouldn't feel okay about myself after consuming the fried chicken. That is correct. You should objectively just hate yourself. That's, here's my question, though. Looking at this objectively too much fried chicken, is a 10-piece thing of fried chicken... Like, that is that is objectively too much chicken. Yes. But I worry it's too far down the objectively too much chicken. Like, a 10-piece with, like, sides and fries is quite a lot. I I I think I think split between two, you are you are you are in a comfortable, objectively too much chicken deal. Five piece of chicken, I will accept. Definitely, objectively too much chicken. Is it too far down the scale? Well, uh, I I I shudder to admit whether I have consumed that much fried chicken before. Uh, therefore, I shall pre- plead the fifth. We go to the last thing. Then, Ironically, the fifth. I will be pleading the that, fifth piece of chicken. You, you referenced that uh, this this loaf of focaccia was uh, fourteen fifteen pounds. Uh, and you go, you know, I didn't know how much there was. Now, Jamie, fun fact, I do know how much 14, 15 power was because that is the size of my 15-week burner doodle. No, that is right. Ale- it is the Alexa- same size Alexander, as a 15-week burner doodle. Alexander, that is how, how big long that have is. you been out of the United Kingdom? It cost 14 pounds. It didn't weigh 14 pounds, what? you fucking moron. No, Jamie, Of Jamie. course it didn't weigh 14 pounds. You told what us, you Jamie, you son of a bitch. You said it was 14 pounds. I went, that was quite big. No, it was. You went, the one from... Um, was, was 10 to 12 pounds. Rockwell. I meant how yes, much no, it cost. Jamie, I am sorry. You said, I, look... You said it was a really. You said it was a really big bit of focaccia. It weighed fourteen pounds. No, and no, I went, there is no, no I, way. There is no <laughs> way a bit of focaccia weighs yes, fourteen pounds. I agree with you, Alexander, because it didn't. It cost fourteen pounds. <laughs> That's Hence a great why, deal. My question How much before, did it weigh? I don't know. I didn't weigh it afterwards. I measured it. I gave you that I mentioned, Alexander. Was that not enough for you? 
I can you send you a picture. Your dimensions was, it was the size of my chest. And I went, well, then I guess that makes sense. Why, I guess a very thick one could weigh 14 pounds. Right, Alexander, live on the podcast, I am sending you a picture of this picatcher. You can now look at the picatcher. And I'm sorry, dear listeners, that you will not be getting the same experience. But no, it cost 14 pounds. That's why my question to the man was, how much is it? And he responded, 14 pounds i didn't ask him how no, much he did said, it weigh here's the question you first asked he went oh it's quite big and you went how much, how is, much it? is it and he I went can... 14 pounds which to be you can you can admit i can understand sounds a lot i can like understand weight. the confusion but i think i as a logical human being would know that 14 pounds worth of focaccia would be an ungodly amount of focaccia. That's, but Jamie, the story was I bought an ungodly amount of focaccia. So yes. you can see why that was kind of I guess, weird, like an actual I assumption. Guess, I guess we are in the five pieces of chicken. It's that objectively too much chicken. It's that level of objectively too much focaccia. The equivalent amount of chicken would be 28 pieces of chicken. What it's like is if I had said uh, like, hey, so there's this deal at my local chicken place for a hundred pieces of chicken. <laughs> is that objectively too much chicken? Where, like, how much chicken is it out? Well, it's 14 pounds worth of fried chicken. <laughs> okay, Alexander, can you please now look at the photo that I have sent yeah. you on Facebook so you can yeah. get an actual scale for this focaccia and understand that it only cost me 14 pounds. And I also now understand why you were thoroughly confused when I said that the focaccia from the place we would go to was, was 12 pounds. Because that's a very small piece of focaccia. Well, no, no, no. Wait. So here's the thing. Back at that place, they did do the sheets, right? So they did yeah. do, which is probably the size of a regular baking sheet. Which like yeah. I would I bought for like the last Christmas before I left. So like I would um And I then they like, chop it up into like quarters. And I was like, okay, so maybe if you bought a couple of them, they might not again, twelve pounds is like I don't understand how pounds work. I weigh most things in kilograms, which is why I was like, I I guess you know, sure. Having looked at the photo, do you accept that it is objectively too much for catcher? No, no, no. no. Can, it, it is, yes, for one there, we, lunch, we, we, yes, we, we can put it there. We can leave it there. Lunch. We have agreed it is right. objectively too much for catcher. I don't care about the catcher anymore. You want to know why? Because Why? we've got a music video to talk about. Maybe. We do have a music video to talk about. Um, I think I'm on show context this week, I think. Um, yes. Sweet. Um, so we are reviewing this week uh, Jenny Lewis's music video, Just One of the Guys. Uh, there's not a huge amount of context uh, behind this. It uh, is a music video. It stars, of course, Jenny Lewis, who is uh, a child star. She was an, uh, a child actor uh, turned musician. Uh, who was a member of uh, the Rilo Kylie, whatever that is. It's apparently an American indie rock bag band. I'm not trying to be disparaging. I'm sure they've had a lovely career, but I have not personally heard of them. Uh, and they, she then went on to have uh, her own solo career. Uh, and this was from her 2014 album, Voy- The Voyager. Uh, it stars uh, Jenny Lewis herself, as well as Kristen Stewart, uh, Anne Hathaway, and Brie Larson. Brie Larson, uh, at this point, prop nowhere near as famous as she is now. This was coming off just around the time she was in, say, Community, and she'd been in some indie films and things like that. Uh, uh, or she, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, all right? Scott Pilgrim or Scott Pilgrim. She, she was very much what you would probably consider an indie darling compared to her stratospheric yeah. rise once she became uh, uh, Captain Marvel. And, of course, Anne Hathaway was already Anne Hathaway, and Kristen Stewart had already been in the Twilight movies. Um, um, 
uh we i mean i i literally have nothing else out that's it this this was a music video it was it was from the voyager it stars those people and jenny lewis seems nice oh and the reason um uh brie larson and anne hathaway were in this were because they were already good friends with jenny uh chris and stewart she did not know as well uh but got to know on the filming uh, that that is the the only information I got from uh, watching an interview with Jenny Lewis about this music video. Now look, we've made the mistake before, and I I felt last time we came onto the podcast, we talked about uh, uh, Hitcon TV, and I yeah. felt there wasn't enough content. So what we're going to okay. do now, Jamie, is two things. One, we're going to do a shot for shot breakdown of this music video because I want to get into it. All right, normally okay, okay, I would okay. love to do a shot shot for shot breakdown of Interstellar, but that would take about four okay. days. That's fine. Alexander, can we, yeah. before doing that, yeah. do the lyrics? Because the, yes. the, 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 the meaning behind this song is extremely tonally different uh, to, yes. to the actual music video. So I'd like to get that stuff out of the way first, and then we yeah. can talk about the music now, video. Now, However, again, I believe before yeah. we do that, Alexander, if we do remember the structure of this podcast, I think this is where we get Six Degrees of Tom Hanks. Should, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Six Degrees Mm -hmm. of Tom Hanks. For people who don't know, this is uh, where we try to connect uh, this project to our erstwhile season one star, Thomas Jeffrey Hanks, by virtue of the game Six Degrees of Separation, using people who have starred in things together. Uh, I think I have quite an interesting one. Do you have yours yet? Uh, No, not yet. Okay, cool. Um, So... Uh, Brie Larson is, of course, in this, and she was in uh, Community. Now, we have normally said that if someone is a, 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 a like a guest star on a TV show, they have to be in the same the episode episodes, yeah. as someone else. So I'm going to have to go through Community twice. <laughs> so Community, uh, she stars in Community with Donald Glover. Donald Glover stars in Community uh, with David Cross. And David Cross was in The Post. Ooh, but hear me out. Was Donald Glover in that season? Oh, fucking Joel McHale then. Does it matter? Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) I'm going to walk through a couple. We're going to see if we can get there. Uh, Christian Stewart stars in this. Christian Stewart starred with Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is in uh, the new Batman movie alongside uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell... Uh, oh, Colin Farrell was in um, uh, the fucking Disney one. Oh, yeah, he was. He was in... um, uh, but saving Mr. Banks, saving Mr. Banks, hates, or you yes. liked but hated politically. Yes, uh, you enjoyed that movie, but uh, oh, I disagree with it. I'm not. A, I'm not allowed uh, to enjoy it. I refuse to engage with any Disney products. Says Jamie, looking at what's new on Disney Plus. Oh, Loki! Oh, I've, I've not consumed you. all of those Marvel Studios TV shows. Um, uh, the other one you could go, I guess, is like do uh, Christian Stewart, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen to. Um, David Tennant, David Tennant to... <laughs> oh, you're, you've, you're just giving up mentioning the, the projects. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. So, uh, Christian, uh, uh, Christian Stewart to, uh, through Twilight Breaking Dawn and also, uh, part one and two as well as New Moon, Martin Sheen, Martin Sheen, uh, starring alongside David Tennant in Good Omens. Good Omens. Uh, Ma- uh, David Tennant starring in i can get there i can get there david Tennant starring in broadchurch with olivia coleman olivia coleman starring in um oh the favorite you could could you use the favorite yeah i can't remember who's in the favorite is rachel vice or emma stone emma stone to tom hanks yeah emma stone will definitely go to tom hanks somehow you go to i don't think emma stone is in anything no she's not in it but she there'll be a one step away from tom hanks almost certainly i mean i feel like you've probably been one step away from tom hanks for about the last three movies 
No, um, I know. I can't remember who though. Emma Stone. Emma Stone was in. Um, there must I'll be throw you out some. She was in La La Land. She was in Birdman. Uh, she was in Zombieland. Uh, she was in uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, she was in Easy A. She was in Crazy Stupid Love. Um, I think I'm running out of big, <laughs> big. Oh, uh, oh, Emma wait, Stone. Crazy Stupid Love, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh yeah, no, that's gonna go. But Julianne Moore. Isn't Julianne Moore in? No, that's another Anne Hathaway project. That's Don yeah, John. No, there's no... Uh, ah, is... Julianne. No, uh, for God's sake, someone. Oh no, what about what about J.K. Simmons? Is J.K. Simmons in something with with Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks? I don't think so. Al. Yes, yes he is. He is. Okay, I, che- I cheated, but yes, through J. Sorry, La La Land. J.K. Simmons is in La La Land. In J.K. Simmons is also in the Lady Killer starring alongside Tom Hanks. That, I, I oh God, he is. One. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. you'd already literally already done one. That was a complete yeah, yeah. waste I of care. time. I don't I wanted to get there in the incredibly long I, I always find with that game, I want to say, we, we fall into two issues. Either yeah. we end up in the UK, and it's very difficult to get from the yeah. UK to Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is not in things with many British actors. Or we get stuck in comedy. And despite yeah. growing up in comedy, he has no connections to like modern comedy stars. Yeah, exactly. So You've got you, to you, 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 you you get, get to you get like 80s comedy and that's kind of hard because a bunch of them didn't make movies after a while because either they were oh. too rich or they did some stuff. Yeah. Um, um, Jamie, here's so what we're going to do for this yeah. lyrics. Uh, we're going to take times reading the couplets, okay? Uh, just to everyone, so you know our qualifications. I have a degree in English. Jamie, uh, a degree in uh, French and Spanish, but of course, tutors in English. Uh, you know, has an A level in English. There you go. Um, yeah. And so we're going to no, take times. <laughs> no, you know no, I, mean? I don't. I Do did French, Spanish, theatre studies, and maths. No, I, st- I stopped English at GCSE, baby. You forget. I can't oh, read, Alexander. <laughs> um, so okay. So in which case, I will read the couplet, and then together we will analyze the content. Okay. What? So, <laughs> Jamie, we got to make this thing. Like, I, I want to get in. Wait, what do you mean? So, what do you mean we have to? We are thirty minutes into this fucking all podcast. Right, here's where we go. Okay. <laughs> All our friends, they're getting on, but the girls are still staying young. I, this is worrying, of course. You know, what is happening to these girls? Is there some kind of anti-aging device? Um, it, 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 you know, disturbing. If I get caught being rude in a conversation with a child bride on her summer vacation, this took a dark turn. Uh, all her friends are apparently pedophiles with child brides. This is disturbing. I'm worried I, about I, it. I, th- I think the idea, if, if I think the actual idea she's trying to get across is um, uh, all of all of her lady friends are um, growing up and, and getting married and, and whatever, and all the dudes are still gonna get to go around and fuck all the young biddies, and she wishes to do that herself. She wants to be just one of the guys. She feels like she is associating more with uh, her her male friends. Rather than her female friends who are all having children and growing old. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a flip side. The line, uh, if I get caught being rude in a conversation with a child bride on a summer vacation, makes okay, me maybe she... maybe she's maybe she's not as keen on that aspect of it. But yeah. there's definitely there's definitely the idea that the the a lot of her male friends are still you know uh, joshing around being lads. Uh, and and all of her female friends are grown this, old. This reminds me of the time that we were like, maybe we should do the podcast about Leonardo DiCaprio, and Jamie was like, oh no, he's dodgy. And I'm like, well, what's he done? And you were like, he dates women who are like 23 and 24. And I'm like, I admit, that's a lot younger, but I don't think that's that's illegal. 
And you were like, ooh, ooh, not yet. Ooh, not, not if yet. I get my way. <laughs> no <laughs> fucking till you're 32. <laughs> no, not till 32. Right. Um, um, right so no we matter keep how hard no I try to warn the guys, yeah. there's something that won't let. Uh, there's a little something that like, won't let me inside. No matter how hard I try to have an open mind, there's a little voice inside that prevents me. Disturbing. Uh, how I live. It got me here, locked in this bathroom, full of tears. Oh, that's sad. And I have begged for you and I have borrowed, but I have been the only sister to my sorrow, to my own sorrow. Does she not like other women? I'm like, okay. Yes, that is, that is literally, it's not she doesn't like other women. I'm, I've, Al, I've been on Lyric Genius. The point of this song is that all of her female friends are getting old and having babies and she's in her mid-30s and doesn't uh, want children. J- Jamie, so Jamie, she feels like she's I, uh, not. I, I hate to break it to you. Lyric Genius, surprisingly enough, a crowdfunded solution, not always perfect. I like no, your take. No, Al, it's literally what the fucking song is about. According to Lyric about. Genius, I don't try. Like, no, it's like saying no, Wikipedia. It's you can't write the, your essay based on Wikipedia. It's not the subtext, Jamie, right? it's the text. It's the, it's not the text. text. We I'm will going, get there. I am going we will through get it, Jamie. There. All right, I'll, Did I'll, you I'll listen trust you when to you this read a book. Read a book once, Jamie. Jesus. All right. Uh, uh, something said, uh, no matter how I, I, I try to have an open mind, there's a little clock inside that keeps ticking. There's there's only o- one and then this is when it me. gets, okay. th- it takes a dip and it gets really sad. And she looks at the camera and she says, there's only one difference between you and me. When I look at myself, all I can see, I'm just another lady without a baby. That's what the fucking song is about, Al. It's about the fact that she's in her 30s and all her friends are having kids and she doesn't want kids. That's what the fucking song is about. And she wants to be one of the guys, but everyone just looks at her like she's a woman in her 30s who doesn't have a kid. No matter how hard I try, she just wants to be one of the guys. I think, it's the, I think it's that she wants to just be like one of the guys and that she just wants to be banging around. Like, like child... Like, she's like, if I get caught being rude in a conversation with a child bride on a summer vacation, I think... So in the, the, the context is, like, all her guy friends are having sex with 20-year-olds. Yeah. And she would like just be having sex with 20-year-olds. But she feels obligated to have a baby. Um, yes. But, okay, okay. But she doesn't right. want to have a baby. She's feeling but I don't the think societal... that's not true. But like, lyrically, I don't think that's true. There's one difference between you and me. When I look at myself, all I can see, I'm just another lady without a baby, no matter I try to be one of the guys. There's a little clock inside, like, no matter how hard I try to have an open mind, there's a little clock inside me that keeps ticking. I think it doesn't, isn't that she doesn't want to have a baby, is that she's conflicted she feeling about the societal, she, okay, fine. I'll give you she's conflicted about it, but she's feeling the societal pressure of the fact that she is a lady in her 30s who does not have a baby sure, and all it, of her friends do. But I, I don't think it's purely societal pressure because right? there's nothing here about her friend. Like, she doesn't, like, she, it's, it's that she, it's not about her female friends. It's about the fact that her male friends just keep, get to keep banging. But she feels like the difference between her and the guys is that she has an internal pressure to like feel obligated to have a child because she worries that after a certain point she won't be able to. So she feels like she can't just fuck around because <laughs> she feels obligated to do that. One second, the dog see, agrees. See, your dog, your dog, no, your dog disagrees. Criticism. He's furious. He's furious. She, He's a whatever. Girl. <laughs> Not that I really give a shit about my dog's gender. Some people get really caught up about dog gender, and I'm just like, it's a fucking dog. Move on with your life. There's a little something inside that won't let me. No matter how hard I try to have an open mind, there's a little cop inside that prevents. I'm not going to break for you. I'm not going to pray for you. I'm not going to pay for you. That's not what ladies do. Oh, when you break, when you break, oh, when you break, oh, when you break. Interesting. That the, the last Thank section, you, you can agree that the last section lyrically is more, is kind of more, it's very literal for a large point. Like there's a little cop inside that prevents me. 
I guess I guess that's why I'm con- that that's the confusing part. Like like she has an open mind to uh, to the idea to the she has an open mind to the idea that women don't have to adhere to traditional gender roles. Women don't have to have uh, babies. There's a little cop inside that prevents. That means no matter how hard she tries to think, no, 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 I'm I can be a woman in my thirties and not have a baby. I don't have to do it. I'm gonna be one of the guys. I can I can sleep around no matter what. She still has that little thing that goes, nah, you're supposed to nah, fucking fucking breed breed woman. Um, that's that's that is the conflict of the song. She wants to be one of the guys. She wants to sleep around. She wants to have fun, but no matter how much hard she tries, there's that little thing that goes, nah, babies have babies like all your friends. All your friends having babies. Why don't you have a baby? Babies. But are I guess I guess it comes back. Babies to are the, fun. Babies so, fall over so again, and they don't die. My English degree coming in here. I ask all our friends. They're getting on. The girls are still staying young. She says our friends. I guess I guess I'm wondering who the the she's talking to here. I'm I'm, I'm wondering who the the person she's addressing is is it a man is it a woman because those are very different topics here jamie we are getting through the looking glass in uh. terms of the jenny lewis lyrics like 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 her musicography it is very complex and we are we are getting there um yeah right it, the question is are those last lyrics spoken by the little cop inside uh well the, the that kind of uh, two last standards oh when you break when you break use the last one i'm not going to break for you i'm not going to pray for you i'm not going to pay for you that's not what ladies do kind of its own Standard is that said by the little cop? Is the little cop the the? I think as you suggested, you think it's a baby. I wonder if it's that like she is talking to like a friend or someone she knows has propositioned her romantically, and she's saying uh, no matter how hard. So like in just being like, hey, it doesn't have to be a big deal, and she's saying no matter how hard I just want to be one of the guys. There's a little something inside that won't let me. No matter how hard I tried, to be fair, for the most part, unless you were the really fun group of friends, uh, one of the guys, I guess they don't have sex with each other, so that's that's probably not that. But uh, there's a little something inside that would let me, no matter how hard I try to have an open mind, there's a little cop inside that prevents me. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm not sure it's so much about society. So, so Lyric Genius has suggested societal pressure is the, is the subject and topic. Societal here. pressure slash just that... Je- well, I, I'm using the word societal pressure because I believe that the idea of... A woman having an internal clock. I'm willing to put my hands up. I'm not a scientist, but I think the idea that women have an internal clock that makes them go, "Oh no, you you need to have a baby." Yeah, maybe it has some uh, scientific. I don't know, but I think a lot of that does come from societal pressure. So whether it is about the idea of the internal or external pressure to have a baby in your 30s, I would say most of that comes from societal pressure either way. Well, I, I I would say two things. Just let, uh, let Jenny Lewis fuck around. Let no, 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 Jenny yeah, Lewis yeah, fuck let, If Jenny Lewis wants to hook up, Jenny Lewis should be able to hook up without having to worry about whether, whether or not she's going to have a kid. What I would say is this. I agree. The, oh God, we've gotten into a weird podcast. Here. The, the, the pressure to... Uh, the feeling of obligation to have a child young is definitely a societal pressure. Um, that said, people want kids and, you know... It, it can often be easier to have kids younger. It, it, it can, you know, you can just as well have kids older. That's the wonders of modern medicine. All fine. I think here, though, my, my question is like, is regardless of whether the initiation of that pressure is like societal or innate, here she is talking about it in an innate sense. I think she, she like it's a very inflexive thing. She doesn't talk about. She doesn't really talk about other female friends having babies. Uh, there's one line where she does. I'm just not. When I look at I'm myself, a, all I can see is so. Th- there, you, there you go. So that is the way I think you're reading. Really yeah. Comes when I look most. at myself, all I can see I'm just another lady without a baby. I. She's looking around and she sees all the ladies with babies. But and she's ah, without. 
conversely, she's not. She's not looking around. She's looking at herself. So it's yeah. it, she has in the she has in the, she knows that she has judged women in the past for being older without a baby, and that judgment is now coming back round on herself. She now worries that she is. Oh, uh, I, oh, I, I, I think that's a little bit of English GCSE. The curtains are blue, and that represents no. The, I think no, the, but, but, the what, angst the, of the main character. No, I, I, I think I, you're again, reading a little bit much into it. No, I don't when, think so, no, the line speci- is no. Specifically, I'm just saying there is. I, there is nothing that is saying that. When that she has looked at and judged older women without babies before. No, 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 I'm not, saying older women not. not but like the line "I'm just" is a reductive thing, right? So like if we, if you want me to pull out my degree, but when we look at the couplet, when I look at myself, all I can see like slash new line, I'm just another lady without a baby. The just is the diminutive there. Yeah. She's making less. She is. When I look at myself, I don't see myself. I am reducing myself, and in a reductive sense, I am just a another lady without a baby. This word "another." Also, yeah. is reductive. It's not. I'm. Ju- I am a lady without a baby. That would be. I am individually. This is what I am. It's. I am just reductive word. Another, which is a word which again makes it anonymous. I am yeah. one of a sea of old. Not old. I am the old is unfair. I am. This, I am one of a sea of women <laughs> without. He was babies, like six years older than me. And the fact <laughs> that it is both this. reductive and anonymizing, which suggests a negative context. No matter, like it. You know, it's not. There is an, definitely an element of judgment in that line through the use of the words "just" and "another." It's like the, right. We go yeah. now to the music video. So we've gone through. The I'll, we've I'll, through yeah, the I'm going to be fully con- honest. I fully expected con- us to go through the lyrics for about thirty seconds because they're way more depressing than the music video, and then yeah. we can talk about the music video. So what I would say, dear listeners, after having listened to us analytically dissect uh, that um, those lyrics. Uh, just look up on, on YouTube, Jenny Lewis, just one of the guys, and, and go and watch the video. But I will warn you, um, if the comment section is anything to go by, uh, if you are someone who is attracted to women, um, this is the horniest fucking comment section I have ever seen in my life. So uh, if you do wish to watch this and you are attracted to women, I just warn you, uh, according to... I, and I'm giving... I'm, I'm protecting myself here by deflecting to the YouTube comments. Uh, I'm just saying uh, this this might rustle your jimmies a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because uh, what we've like got... To yeah. reiterate, just very quickly, uh, I don't care what you want to do in terms of having a baby. Good for you. <laughs> your body, your choice. We, uh, Jenny Lewis, very specifically, your body, your choice. We support what you want to do. I don't give a, you know, I, I fully endorse, no, I don't give a crap. I support whatever you want to do. Us so, talking about the lyrical content of your video is not a judgment on it. We were discussing what you would, your text you put out into the world. I, first of all, it begins with her outfits. Of course, she has the pride <laughs> That was the guitar. quickest is move Jenny on I've Lewis, ever seen. I guess the question uh, I, I do have to ask, is Jenny Lewis uh, gay? Do we know this? Uh, I'm unsure. I, 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 I didn't get that from uh, my research. Uh, she may well be bisexual, considering I believe, if I'm not colorblind, too colorblind to notice this, uh, there is both the rainbow flag and purple, which uh, I am reliably informed is is the bisexual color. Uh, I, 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 wow, I've really stunlocked myself there. Um, uh, I am reliably informed that purple is a bisexual color. She may well be bisexual, but I do not know. Uh, I cannot make a comment either way. We can simply say that she is wearing a purple suit with a rainbow guitar. Behind her, in all white suits, uh, dressed as uh, in, in in all white suits are uh, Brie Larson playing the bass guitar, Kristen Stewart playing the bass guitar, and Anne Hathaway 
playing the Kita, baby. And this is about three years post uh, Les Mis filming, so she's got her sort of long fringe look uh, that uh, many people uh, became used to uh, around this time. Uh, and they are rocking out, Alexander. As I learned from the interview, they are all actually playing these instruments. They they aren't the actual people. Apparently so. They are not the actual people uh, who played it on the recording, uh, but they are actually playing along uh, l- uh, in in studio, as it were. Mm. Uh, and the, yeah, the, yeah, they're in a nice white studio, and they're rocking out. They're jamming out. They're having all sorts of fun, while Jenny Lewis, front and center, sings about wanting to be just one of the guys. We cut to, you know, a few shots, close-up shots of... Yeah. Uh, Christian Stewart and Brie Larson and Anne Hathaway mean mugging the camera while they uh, sing along. And then suddenly, Alexander, it all changes. What's this? Brie Larson has a moustache now. She didn't have a moustache previously. She was presenting an extremely traditional view of femininity. And now she has an Adidas tracksuit, an Adidas cap, definitely not sponsored by Adidas, uh, and a moustache. And Christian Stewart has got a backwards cap. We do not see whether it's Adidas, but I'm certain it is. Uh, and she has got either... I'm unsure whether it's a wig or whether she has sort of styled her hair, but either way, it's uh, in a more traditionally masculine hairstyle. What's this, Alexander? I got, Jamie, no, no, I got to, we got to, we got to pause. All right, sorry. Okay, I, I, I was just going to make it. I was just going to drop the notes title. So we've got to stop some, some questions, all right? Yeah. One, all right, the Adidas, okay, sure. When, when you see an Adidas tracksuit and an Adidas hat, if you had yep. to assume what country this character was from, what would you naturally assume? Because I want to see if we join up with the same opinion. Oh, you... you oh. <laughs> You're asking me to make generalizations on... No, I'm just, I'm just saying, when I, when I think of, like, like, like head-to-toe kind of... I, I, w- I, would, I would generally think Eastern European or Russian. Head to toe in tracksuits. That, that's what I would associate with head to toe in tracksuits. That's interesting because I think English. I think very. I see this and I think English. I think that she's meant to be from like Essex. I like. I like. You know, I can. Maybe, I can see Norfolk. what. I can see what you're going for. And now I do get to be mean because I am English. Uh, these are too nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're not shiny enough. That's the problem. They're yeah, not that, shiny that, enough. That, yeah. Um, but I, I can, I can see what you mean. I guess I don't really associate Adidas with, uh, with the UK. I think if these were really? Nike, yeah, I think if these were Nike, I would more associate with the UK. I don't know why. Maybe I, I, I'm forming this opinion on the fly. Um, I don't know what. I don't know why. Uh, my, my... So of course, of course, we're going to go through that. They're, they're looking. They're kind of going to the camera. It's uh, again. They, the, they the, are the, now. The, just one of the guys, Alexander. Yes. <laughs> I tried to get to that earlier, but you cut me off, prick. Um, they don't want to. And we gotta, we gotta pause for a second here, Jamie. Yeah. Oh, oh, we to, we, Alexander, we about... didn't press play again. Okay. We were, we were already am, paused. No, I'm pausing within the pause conversation. We're pausing that conversation. We're putting a pin in it. We're putting a pin within our pin. Uh, we're, we're going deeper here. It's a song about a, a internal or external. Up for debates. Uh, one of us has a degree in English. One of us is really good at speaking Spanish. Uh, you know, whatever you want to support. An internal or external pressure to have a child and a feeling of slight resentment towards male friends. Or like, not even resentment. Like, a longing to uh, be free of a responsibility or free of uh, that pressure. Yeah. Uh, and her, like, f- you know irritation with her male friends who just date 20 year olds and don't have to worry about this because she's no longer 20 um 
Lyric, lyric, video Oh yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, so it's far, just, look lyrically, look videoly. Sorry, uh, this is um, a, a video for people who are attracted to both male and female versions of Kristen Stewart. That that is who this video is for. Uh, and and you know what? All I'll say is I'll get it. I get it. You know, if I if I could make a video with Anne Hathaway, Brie Larson in. I'm going to change. If I was a woman and I could make a video uh, with Anne Hathaway, Brie Larson and um, and Kristen Stewart uh, just vibing out uh, in dresses and men and women, I fucking would because it's fucking great. They, they seem like they're having the best fucking time. Um, and yeah, so back. Can I, can I press play again? Yes, you can. Uh, we cut back. We have a couple more shots of, uh, uh, you know, t- play. Kristen Stewart playing the tambourine, fucking wailing on that tambourine. Um, and then we cut back to them being women again. We've got a shot of them in the band. Jenny Lewis is at the front. Al has a dog. Uh, this isn't in the video. This is real life. Um, and, no, no, and I am in the video. Fun fact, that's why we really <laughs> wanted to do this one and why we, we left it was because... Yeah, no, you know, the, the hey. male version of Anne Hathaway is actually you. Um, what? Um, we end up with another close-up. Uh, I feel a little bit bad for whoever the drummer is. I'm not sure who she is, whether she's Jenny Lewis' band member. Yeah. But, she, yeah, she's just in the background there sometimes. Um, anyway, she's chilling in the background while um, uh, Anne Hathaway and uh, Brie Larson and Kristen Stewart are eye-fucking the camera uh, in their female forms. We then come back. We have Anne Hathaway. She's This is her, our first shot of male Anne Hathaway. She has a really long handlebar moustache. Uh, she gotta, is in a light blue tra- Adidas tracksuit right, with, of course, right. an Adidas cap. We got to, we got to stop here. We got to, we got to put the we got to, the, the board is Alexander, now filling. We are one, Jay, no, Alexander, Jay, we are Jay, one Jay. minute and twenty five seconds into this music video. Okay, we. Oh, I am weirdly like two minutes twenty two in, so we're just different points in the music video. Um, here's the thing: when you think of men, what is the is it, if you had to with a stick figure make a character, uh, you know. Uh, can make a character's outward gender male. It's probably the best way of phrasing it. Is the moustache the easiest way to do it? No, no, I guess not a stick man. A stick man would be difficult. To uh, uh, well, if it was a stick man, I'd give him a big old dong, obviously. <laughs> but if, okay, so, so if it was a clothed stick man, all right? How is the, is the moustache the emblem of masculinity? Is it the Ron Swanson? Is, is, or is it the shell suit? Or is it the... Um, I, I, I think, I think facial hair is a, especially in what they are trying to do here, facial hair in some capacity. It's interesting that they all went, I, I think Teddy Lewis gets a goatee for some reason, which does not look good. Uh, but the rest of them all have mustaches. And I think it's interesting that they exclusively went for the mustache and none of them went for like a full on beard. Um, because yeah. I would, I would associate full on mustaches, uh, full on beard, sorry, with, with like a traditional level of masculinity. Uh, and I'm not saying that out of jealousy as a man who cannot grow a beard. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it is interesting that they all went for mustaches. But I think in what they're trying to go for, facial hair is a very easy distinguishing uh, factor, especially for three very traditional feminine looking women. Yeah, no, I, I, I like your reading of that, Jamie. I, I, I think it's an interesting reading, and I, I uh, two thumbs up. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, thank we carry you. on. Back to Nothing the video. Nothing actually happens for the video. No, like we, we, it's just them vibing out. Look, just go fucking watch it. Get get your get your Twizzlers diddled, yeah. um, and 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 enjoy them. They are having a great old time. You know, there's shots of all of them together. Uh, we have a shot of. Um, Fucking Kristen Stewart's really, really vibing in this video. I love Kristen it. Kristen Stewart's great. Um, right, Kristen Stewart's but, um, always great. 
I love her. Fantastic actress. Uh, we Turn have a shot of uh, Anne Hathaway crying at one point. Uh, we have a shot of Anne Hathaway doing a little bit of break dancing at one point. Um, I don't get why Anne Hathaway was crying, but cool. Um, and then, you know, they're, they're switching back and forth. We then get them all vibing out on their guitars and on the guitar back in their white suits, uh, dressed traditionally feminine. Um, and, yeah, we're just hopping back and forth. It's a good, fun video. You know, mm. Brie Larson's laughing at one point. I'm just skimming through at this point. Um, and we get to the very end when uh, I believe it finishes on all four of them uh, dressed in uh, in their all-male, in their tracksuits, of course, with the Adidas logo emblazoned on the back, um, uh, pretending to uh, urinate uh, on the streets like, like men do. Uh, and then when they come away, as they walk away, they've apparently pissed, pissed paint <laughs> that says just one of the guys boom, onto boom, boom, the boom. floor. Right. And it's at this go. point then that I, I have to ask Jamie, before we even yeah. do any of the rankings, right, before we talk about our feelings about this video, Okay. It's very important to me that we 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 situate this uh, in the wider canon of uh, music. And again, you know what the issue is? Us talking about this full stop just makes it sound like we're making fun of this. I'm not. We are a comedy podcast, though. So, you know, once again, your body, your choice, sexism, bad. I want to make that very clear. Your body, your choice. I'm going to say Jamie, all right? I say your body, you say... Your choice! I say sexism is, you say bad, okay? So I go sexism <laughs> is... <laughs> Thank you for clarifying what I needed to say in response yeah, to sexism. Don't want any improv. <laughs> don't, want, don't go off the rails. Once again, your body... I thought you were going to say surprising. <laughs> Just heard okay. about it the other day. Right, okay. Your, body, your choice. Sexism is... Bad. There we go. Great. Smashed okay. it. And I learned my lines. We had to make it clear where we stood on this. These two matters. It's very important. But I want to situate this video in, I think, what is a wider canon of uh, songs about either sexism or songs about, uh, specifically about men dressing as dudes, I guess, is a, is a, a, a you know, hourly. So let, let, let's not, let's not uh, characterize this as, as songs about men dress, uh, uh, women dressing as dudes, but music videos. Music let's videos. separate yeah, yeah. it from the lyrics. Yeah, it's yeah. Mu- it's a music video, well, wherein, I, which, sure. which is quite separate from, uh, from so, a lot so of the meaning of the lyrics. what I want to do... You of Which course know that naturally. You know the Beyonce music video for "If I Were uh, If I Were a Boy," right? Yeah. Okay. And have you seen the Taylor Swift video for "The Man"? Uh, I have not, but I I can I can skim through it in the next thirty seconds. I will, while you uh, do that, I will describe the lyrical content of both. Of course, uh, "If I Were a Boy," uh, "If I Were a Boy," was is it, it's largely about Beyonce, the, the the character Beyonce is talking about being unfairly treated by her partner and she kind of imagines a world in which if she were a boy and how she would do it better and be less of a dick um oh i i've got to say alexander it's aged poorly just from skimming through it because she dresses up as a police officer Um, (laughs) uh, so unfortunately we've confirmed that beyonce is a bastard all right like beyonce not woke Sorry, sorry, Bayhive. Get in the back seat. We then go to the Taylor Swift video for the man, uh, which I want to throw out here. This is pretty good makeup. I want to whoever did this makeup is impressive. Uh, Is that Taylor Swift? That's Taylor Swift. Fucking hell, yeah, that's good. It's good makeup. And and you know what? You know what? Full beard. Told you, mate. It's the full beard. (laughs) It's also she does look like, which I appreciate, evil Jake Gyllenhaal, who is one of her exes. So I appreciate that she just looks like a very like as though she were played by JG on Hall here, which I like. Uh, the man is specifically about uh, Taylor Swift's feelings uh, that 
um, her success is minimized because she's a woman and it's both been harder because of that. And that if she were a man, she could behave much worse and no one would care about it. Uh, and instead, uh, anytime she does stuff which men would be complimented for, she's treated poorly. Um, she'd be like, I'll be the man. Yeah, she's like, I make all this money, I do all this cool stuff, I date people, but because of the fact that I'm a woman, I'm treated poorly for this. I just want to throw out here, makeup in this video is pretty cool. Also, they start like, just, oh, I thought he was snorting a line of coke, he's not. So, putting the Jenny Lewis music video, which okay. admits any, you know, all three of them, they're about different things. The one is, uh, the Beyonce one is about kind of a romantic, uh, inequality it's it's about her, her feelings of uh not being as well uh taylor swift is kind of on a business sense is about public perception whereas the jenny lewis video of course is about uh one's biological clock uh, and relationship to that uh where would you put the jenny lewis video uh in amongst ranking these three uh, i mean of course this is very easy for me having uh never seen the other two videos other than <laughs> not even being aware of one of the songs in its entirety um this is really easy for me to rank i would also like to say it's probably quite unfair to compare the budgets of uh, to compare music videos with the budget of jenny lewis and Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One, one is shot clearly in one day with two of her friends and uh, Kristen Stewart and four costumes in one blank white studio. And the others are multi-million pound uh, productions. So true. having said that, I'm going for the plucky underdog. Jenny Lewis, baby, number one. Let's go. I, Jamie, I just want to throw it out here. If you can afford an Academy Award winning actress for your music video. She did this, not need to afford this, her. She was good friends with her. Is this confirming what we already know? Actually, to be fair, two this, this, this Jenny Lewis video has will end up having two Academy Award-winning actresses. Yeah, uh, in it uh, retrospectively, um, it, which which is impressive. It confirms what we already know, though. Anne Hathaway apparently the best friend. All right, Anne oh, Hathaway, one hundred percent, really good friend. Why is my dog barking? I don't. Well, because because your dog is like, no, I'm the best friend. No, <laughs> no my dog best. is like Beyonce. Beyonce number one is right. what my dog is saying. So unfortunately, Beyonce is coming at number one. Taylor Swift is number two. And Jenny Lewis is number three. I need to grab oh. that dog to stop it from barking. So okay, cool. While while you're, I assume you'll still be listening to me. Uh, yeah. So while uh, you are off to sort out that dog, um, God, lads, wouldn't it be just so, so, God, what, I, I could describe anything of what Al is doing. I could just be lying. He's, he's, he's grabbing the dog. Oh, this is, this is horrible. Oh, anyway. Um... Uh, so, uh, well, this is the part of the show where we do anagrams. Uh, the part of the... Uh, yes, of course. Bring the screaming dog closer to the microphone. That was the clever thing to do, Alexander. Anyway, this is the part of the show where we do anagrams. The part where we take the uh, title of this project and try to give it... Uh, 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 summarise its uh, content uh, by making an anagram of its title. Uh, Alexander, do you have an anagram this week? Uh, oh, I did. Um, one sec. Oh, yeah. Cool. What? It was... Uh, okay. So, of so course, this is, of course, you, just one of the guys. You know, just one of the guys. And you look at this and you see these people and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're powerful. All right. They're, they're titans in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, many of them were teen stars. You know, uh, of course, Christian Stewart's in Panic Room, a teen, a young, young a kid. <laughs> so, point, dear listeners, Alexander, put, Alexander picked up the dog, brought it in the room, uh, and it did not make a peep. He put the dog down, it trotted right out. out of the room, and then immediately started complaining again. So, so the, of course, when you kind of, they are, they are these, these kind of, these powerful uh, magnates of uh, film and music. Uh, but also, the song is joyous. So, so I guess what, my, what it makes me think of is uh, Teen Shogun's comma joy. Great. 
Fantastic. Uh, mine is uh, obviously what uh, Jenny wanted to be experiencing, which is the joy of segs. Uh, of course, I had to spell sex, S-E-G-S. It's the best I could do. Um, so we can move on to discussing uh, this project uh, in its entirety, uh, which, of course, means that we will be rating it uh, in four different categories, which is the uh, film itself out of five, uh, Anne Hathaway's performance out of five, the America's Sweetheartometer, how much of America's Sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film, uh, and then the Hathaway stash away. Will we be stashing away this project? Um so just talking about the uh the music video in general i really enjoyed it i, I genuinely really enjoyed it um i'm once again going to uh deflect to my uh dear girlfriend so i get to once again express uh how horny this music video is without my, without saying that it's my opinion uh but my my dear girlfriend herself said that it's one of the thirstiest videos she has ever seen um awesome. and it's great it's fucking great all all three of them uh, are clearly just having and Jenny Lewis uh, and whoever that drummer is. I'm not actually going to include the drummer because she doesn't seem like she's having the best time. But uh, all four of them do look like they are just having a really good fun time. Um, I I struggle sometimes with whether a music video needs to like coincide with what the lyrics are saying. It doesn't really need to. There are plenty of examples of uh, music videos that don't do this. Um, but but yeah, it it doesn't really coincide i mean it gets a little bit sad at one point but um what is going on in the actual music video other than the idea of being just one of the guys uh, doesn't really uh vibe with uh, with what the lyrics are saying but having said that who even gives you it's good fun it's a fun it's a good song i like the song in general um i will probably add it into my rotation uh and yeah i think the the costumes are great fun and and they match and it's, i it's just a fun fucking video and also relentlessly horny. Um, so I'm going to give this... I'm gonna, actually, I'm, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you talk about your feelings while, while sure. I, of course, Jamie, compare Jamie, all the before, other scores I've given everything Before I talk about else. my feelings, I want to I wanna talk about your feelings, all right? And yeah. you, you expressed uh, that you were, you know, uncomfortable with uh, you know, determining the thirst of this music video, all right? And I just want to say, all right, Jamie, you're going to say it with me, all right? Your body... Okay. Your choice! Your body. Your choice. That's right. Don't do it in a way that makes people uncomfortable. Don't be like, oh, this music video. Oh, it's so thirsty. I took a large sip of water. I went <laughs> to the well and I drank from the well. Oh, that'd be creepy. All right. Well, to be fair, that'd be weird. It's a weird metaphor. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, you know, be, be confident in yourself. Uh, you're great. Thank you. All, 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 all I am saying is that straight men like me, uh, okay. lesbians and also all bisexuals of all genders will probably enjoy this video. <laughs> I, I, what I, uh, unfortunately, uh, straight women, uh, uh, apologies, you know, you're, you're going to hate it. Uh, don't even <laughs> no, yeah. This episode. So, yeah, straight women, straight women, turn it off. You can get out, get, uh, well, get the I, fuck I, out. I We're having our of, body now. I love the idea of Jenny Lewis listening to this, hearing us <laughs> say the lyrics for 20 minutes of the video <laughs> and then just be like, yeah, it's kind of a thirsty video. The YouTube context, uh, comments were correct. I think it's fine. I, I like my music video to somewhat coincide with the lyrics sort of the thing. That's fair. And I, I felt like it was a... It's fine. It's fine. I, I think it's a catchy song, which is great. I think the music video... Uh, I, I'll just give my ranking. I think it's a three. It's a perfectly fine video. It is what you used to see when you watched like VH1 or MTV and were 12. We were depressingly probably around about the last generation who like 
actively have that on the background, like music videos on the background, just when you went to people's houses. You just like yeah. stick on one of those channels and be like, all right, that's that. But um, it was very much just one of those videos. It's not like a no one here is getting an award for anything in particular, but it's it's a perfectly fine music video. It's it's harmless. I liked it all around. What about you? What's your ranking? Um, I'm 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 I think I'm going higher. I'm st- I'm looking at obviously as we know, uh, the people who have not listened to this show before, um, Alexander only get, ever gives whole numbers. I go down to the decimal, which as we've discussed now, uh, eventually has just led me to uh, r- ranking these videos rather than rating them. But what I'm looking at. Jamie, Jamie a, you, go down yeah. to the dec- you go down to two decimal places, all right? Just, no, look. I go down to one decimal place, thank you uh, very much. Oh, I, oh, I think I might have gone to... I have gone to a second decimal place once. Um, <laughs> um, which I think would mean that I'm giving myself a thousand data points. If I go down yeah. to a second decimal, I'm yeah. giving myself a thousand possibilities. Uh, but of course, I'm only going down normally to the first decimal, which only gives me a hundred possibilities of ratings. But what I'm looking at, when I'm looking at other scores I've given... And I'm surprised by this. I gave a four to one day. And and I haven't really thought about that movie once since I watched it. That was, that's quite high. Um, and I was, I was thinking around the four. And I'm thinking I've got, a, I, I liked this more than one day because I do not remember anything about but Jamie, one day. But Jamie, you have a bias there. Do you really think you're going to be thinking about this music video <laughs> in four months? Because I agree. you shouldn't judge it based on what your attitude now is relative to something you watched four months ago. I, I agree. I shouldn't let my mistakes of the past affect my mistakes of the present. Having said that, I'm giving it 3.9. Okay, right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with um, that. Yes. I genuinely really enjoyed this. Uh, I don't think I can quite give it a four. Um, Anne Hathaway's performance. Look, you referenced it earlier. We've talked about not it, Anne Hathaway is the best friend because she keeps turning up in in people who she vaguely knows projects like uh, like Hit Record or like Don Quixote. Not vaguely knows. Clear. I think that, I think she's mates with these people. Well, I I said vaguely knows for because I was about to reference Don Quixote, where I don't think she knew him that well. They just no, had the right. same that manager. was that was their um, agents knew each other or something like that. Yeah, um, but the other part, and we've talked about this before, and this once again just hammers it home Anne Hathaway understands the assignment she Mm. turns up and she just gives it her fucking all in whatever it needs to be and this and I've I've apparently found out from that one interview with Jenny Lewis when she's crying she's actually fucking crying for this music video she she whips out the the waterworks she does her absolute worst best um uh break dancing she is vibing I absolutely adore her uh white suit in this I think her hair looks great I think She's fantastic across the fucking board. Five. I'm, I'm gonna. Th- You're gonna yeah, piss on look, my bonfire. Honestly, the, You're gonna the, piss on my bonfire, Alexander. No, I, I think she's perfectly good in this. Um, but increasingly, what this is becoming, uh, as as quarantine uh, lags on, as uh, we kind of push through this, uh, is I'm beginning to just reward Anna Hathaway for being a good friend. Um, so <laughs> Anne Hathaway clearly is a decent friend, and from that five, all right, five. Yeah. She's a good for a good performance, good performance because you performed as a mate, all right. Um, we also then have, of course, uh, the America's Sweetheart Tometer. How much of America's Sweetheart is Anne Hathaway in this film, um, or project, or whatever? And I think this is quite high, actually. I think this is high. I think this is, uh, this is getting back to, um. Getting back to an Anne Hathaway that we've we've obviously discussed. We talked about sexism is what Alexander bad. 
And we've talked about how much deeply uh, rooted in sexism a lot of the hate of Anne Hathaway is. Um, but it also was rooted in her, yeah. like, really starting to take herself very, very seriously and doing things like Les Mis, which just turned people off. Of course, it was rooted in a lot of sexism and many men get away with those sorts of things uh, all the time. Having said that, in this, she is coming back to the sort of Anne Hathaway that uh, made America fall in love with her in the first place, which is just an absolute fun person. She is, seems just an absolute joy to be around, uh, throwing herself into whatever she needs to. So I'm going for a nice, strong 4.7. Interesting. Um, I, I, I think what this is for me, and what the last couple weeks have been, is we are very, I think we're entering the adult stage of Anne Hathaway's uh, like filmography. Like, she was, like, young for so long, and then, you know, in, in terms of, like, what films she was making, it was very kind of, like, young young adult in the sense of, like, 20 to 25 kind of thing. And yeah. I think, and then we kind of had some of the more blockbuster movies uh, with Interstellar and with The Dark Knight, and I feel here we are beginning to transition across what we get from, like, later Anne Hathaway, which is, like, I think she does stuff which she finds will be fun. Um, yeah. And I, you know, more power to you for that. Like, two thumbs up. I don't... I think we are, we have passed P. Cath- I mean, we obviously passed P. Hathaway as before the Oscars, but you know, I, I, I think people would like this. I think at this point you're only watching Anne Hathaway stuff if you like Anne Hathaway. Um, yeah, probably. Which I, and I think, hey, everyone should like Anne Hathaway. So I everyone should like Anne Hathaway. Three. She's the best. Anne Hathaway is great, and I'm not here for the fucking bullshit treatment of Anne Hathaway. All right, we will reiterate this. We are a podcast with one belief. Anne Hathaway, you are hard done by. We stand for that, all right? I don't stand you, because I don't stand anyone, but I stand for the fact that you were treated poorly by society, because you didn't do anything wrong. You, you just liked things. She likes things, Jamie. That's a crime. <laughs> so so, so what, what are you giving her on the America's Sweet Tartometer? Uh, three. Three. Cool, cool, cool. And we come to, of course, the most important question. For people who uh, might be joining us, don't know what's going on here, of course. Uh, there has been an apocalypse. Everyone who listens to this podcast the only people who are alive. And uh, we are trying to find the projects that are going to galvanize humanity to get us to fight back against the aliens. Uh, and that is, of course, the Hathaway stash away. So, Alexander, will you be stashing away this project? No. No, I will not. Uh, it was good. Uh, you know, I, I liked it enough, but I also, um, you know, it, it didn't particularly do anything for me. Um, I admit that's very much a, a bias of my own. It may do it for other people. I can see that doing it for other people. I can see thoughts in your eyes, Jay. I can see the universe back there. I can, <laughs> I can see the mysteries of nature and you <laughs> contemplating uh, the innateness or non-innateness <laughs> of a biological clock. Dear Alexander, I'm waiting for you to ask me a question. So, Jamie, uh, is this getting stashed away in your Hathaway stash away? Well, Alexander, we of course know that uh, this is a, a collection of projects to galvanize humanity to fight back against mm-hmm. the aliens. And what do I believe is the absolute greatest driving force, the greatest emotion that can make humans fight back why alexander it's the face that launched a thousand ships it's it's i can't come up with any other fucking examples i was gonna go on a tirade and i ran out of examples but it's horniness alexander it is horniness and if this comment section again defending (laughs) separating myself giving myself an out referencing someone else (laughs) The, the comment section of this youtube video is anything to go by 
this music video gets people going. It is a music video that inspires people. It gets passion running through their veins. And I think all of the straight men, bisexuals and gay women, sorry, straight women, we're going to have to find you something else to get you going. But all of us are going to be rising up. No pun intended against the aliens having watched this video. So yes, Alexander, yes, I am stashing away this music video. Cool. Uh, I hold, <laughs> you know, I, I, again, uh, uh, so of course, I, I, between... also, I, I, like, I, I, obviously that was a bit, I also, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed yeah, this. Yeah. I genuinely enjoyed it. I also had a bit that I thought was fun. So fuck you. I, like I don't it. care about this podcast. I, um, like it. Um, I don't care about the, the, the review integrity of this podcast. What do we do um, when we don't put Well, something... of course, I have decided that uh, Jenny Lewis, just one of the guys' music video, will be galvanizing humanity to fight back against the aliens this week. But... You have chosen that it is not worthy, Alexander. So you must present something else that you think will do that job better than this music video. Jamie, Kanye West has been letting me down for two years. <laughs> not two years, uh, sorry. How only, old am only I? Two uh, Kanye years? West only has been letting years? me down consistently since Jesus, I guess. Uh, you know, he every time I'm like, oh, cool, a new album is coming out. And every fucking time the man is like hey look we're doing a release party i'm like cool that means it's gonna come out never comes out right he's always like hey new album coming out friday at midnight i'm like great stay after friday at midnight never fucking comes out okay i say to myself i'm not gonna fall for that again this time around for donda oh wait well, donda was announced two years ago he announced like three albums in the meantime but didn't do it cool i didn't realize it was coming out he's gonna have a listening party okay i says to myself that means it's probably gonna have to come out i mean like how fucking hell if we think about you know the, the life of pablo the life of pablo had a listening party and the album came out admittedly got taken back down and changed a bunch after it came out but, you know, it came out. Okay, I says to myself, that's kind of weird. But sure, it's going to come out. I sit here, Jamie, you know what? Hey, Google your Spotify. Ask it if Donda's out as an album. Do it for me. Uh, Do it uh, for me, uh, Jamie. Uh, and tell okay. me how much a fucking idiot I am for listening um, to Kanye wait, West. Have, right? I, have I got... Uh, okay, Google. Google your Spotify. Donda. Is Donda out yet? No, it's not, Jamie, but look at uh, unfortunately, I forgot that my that Google Smart Assistant doesn't speak back to me. I was hoping it was going to be like Siri. Um, uh, n- no, I I know it isn't. I I don't know why I went through that whole bit. He did he did play it. He played it at, at the event. He didn't even um, play the whole thing, Jamie. He played snippets of songs. That's how bullshit yes. it is. People and apparently there were no there, drums Jamie. in any of them. All I know, all I fucking know, Jamie, is that goddamn like Jay Z is out there. He's on one of the songs. He, and I just, I just want the bloody album. But you know what, Jamie? I'm not going to be let down that way. I'm not, I'm not going to be let down by Kanye West. He can't let me down anymore. He can't let me down because I don't care. I don't care anymore, Jamie. I don't care about Kanye West. He's let me down. And so uh, instead of uh, saying Donda's going in my uh, blanks bank, because again, fuck him, uh, I'm going to put a London boy in. Uh, of course, I famously uh, lived in London for like two years. Jamie yep. lived in London his entire life, other than times he hasn't and lived other places. Uh, <laughs> what a sentence. Jamie's lived in London his whole life, apart from the times when he hasn't. <laughs> so, of course, uh, I'm going to put Dave uh, and Dave's new album, uh, We're All Alone in This Together, uh, into the uh, Blanks Bank. Uh, it's great. It, it, you know, a, a, a great piece of rap. I, I think you'd like it. Um, would thoroughly recommend. So that's 
Dave and Dave's album, We're All Alone in This Together, which has just released recently. Fantastic. And next week, that is us with Chet and Alexander. Jesus Christ, this is absolutely, in terms of uh, length of podcast to length of thing we are reviewing, this is the worst fucking ratio we've ever had. Jamie, Jamie, all right, I want you to sit there and think about it. Which one of our episodes has done really, weirdly, surprisingly well? That's right. Uh, I've thought about it. You've thought about it. It is, of course, the Streets of Philadelphia, Bruce Springsteen Music Video <laughs> Review. All right? We've got to capture lightning in a bottle twice. And, of course, this is going to happen by just getting into it with Jenny Lewis. Absolutely. This is this is going to do us numbers, baby. Uh, but you can join us next week when we are finally going to be reviewing uh, an actual uh, movie for the first time in, like, three weeks. Uh, the Intern. I think we talked about potentially reviewing that in last episode for this episode, but uh, I had a birthday party to get to, so we had to, you know, do a short episode, Alexander. Remember, that was the reason why we were doing oh, this, because we that. wanted it I to be a that. short episode. I forgot about that. You're fine. <laughs> I am fine. You're fine. Uh, uh, but yes, we will be reviewing uh, Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro uh, in The Intern. Uh, but Alexander, between now and next week, what can our dear listeners do? Guys, you can go out and you can download some episodes. For example, I will suggest, uh, go and listen to the Interstellar episode. It's long, sure, but uh, not as long as the movie, so it's a better way to watch it than the movie. Uh, we, it's a really fun episode. We talk about a lot of fun things. I think you're going to like it overall. Uh, also, you know, if you want and you have listened to, people seem to be enjoying the Don Quixote episode, so you can go in and check out Don Quixote. That's right. Listen to some of that sweet, sweet nonsense. You want to see uh, Dan Fogel, the guy from uh, the worst Harry Potter films, uh, uh, make a movie? Oh boy, it's going to be crazy. In song one, we talked about hipsters and Bonnie Vare or Bon Iver or Bon Iver. Uh, that was a bit weird one. But uh, what you can also go out is spread the word, all right? If you're not in the UK, if you're in the UK, you can put a bloody mask on and get vaccinated and just shut down that Delta variant, okay? I have one thing I need. Canada is opening up its borders internationally September 9th or September 1st. I need it to be okay for people from the UK to come to Canada. That only happens if you sort that shit out. So if you can get your second vaccine or you can get your first dose, get your first dose, get your second dose. Make sure you're careful. Make sure you wash your hands. It will not have the woods yet. Please, please, please make it so people can come to the UK come September so I can see my family. Whatever. All right. So just be sensible there. Get your vaccine dose. I don't normally I'll say something like, well, tell you what, while you're getting vaccinated, tell the person who's like vaccinating you uh, that you really would like uh, them to listen to the podcast. That'd be nice. I'm sure they'd love to hear about that. And, you know, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Working back to the podcast. That's right. It's not just me selfishly being like, get vaccinated and sort your shit out, UK. Uh, it's also me being like, tell everyone who uh, vaccinated you that they should download the podcast. Uh, yes also that thank you alexander so that is us for the uh this week wherein of course everyone else has been horny and not me so from me jamie and my combo style that's one more ep in the bank jamie famously uh keeps his mind pure for these podcasts he just likes a sense of uh perfect clarity all the time through and horniness horniness is cancer to mind purity Al, as I said, no fucking until you're 32. And of course, that means I'm not horny at all. <laughs> no, not to you're 32. <laughs> Blank spank. <laughs> <laughs>